have you ever wanted to guest on a podcast like this one that you're listening to right now? Well, you can. You can definitely do this by visiting a website called Podmatch, where you can sign up and be available for all different types of podcasts that you can guest on. Or you can even search for a podcast and say, I want to I want to guest on your podcast. I think we'd be a good match. So if you want to do this, you can go to our unique link, which is joinpodmatch.com forward slash reality. And you can sign up and do exactly that. And you can find us and you can guest on our podcast. So again, that unique link is www.joinpodmatch.com. That's J-O-I-N-P-O-D-M-A-T-C-H.com forward slash reality, R-E-A-L-I-T-E-A. And you can be a guest on our podcast. Welcome to Reality Tea Times 2, a podcast where we discuss all the, well, trash reality TV every other time, but today we're talking about The Golden Bachelor, and we all love it. <laughs> um, so before we hop into the episode, we are going to just go over a couple of announcements. So... This Golden Bachelor is almost coming to an end. I believe we only have two more episodes left because I think we're going to be on, um, we're skipping a week for uh, Thanksgiving, um, American Thanksgiving. So, um, we only have two more episodes of the show left. And I will be having Meryl, if you remember, she was on episode, I believe it was episode four. Um, we're going to have her on again for the final episode. So that you will have now that I realized that this freaking show is still going past when I thought it was, and it's actually going to go to November 30th is the final episode. You're going, that's also going to be added to the bunch that will be out to you, um, before the break. So you should have that at some time. <laughs> Hopefully. But um yeah. So that will be the plan, hopefully. Um and we'll take it from there. Um so there's that. And uh that could mean that certain shows might have to take a back seat, like Below Deck, like Married at First. I don't think we're doing Married at First, actually. So those shows might have to take a back seat so that I can focus on those main shows and edit those main shows to get them out to you in time. So that might have to take a back seat, but we'll, we'll figure it out. Don't worry. Um, so there is that. And again, just so people remember, I'm going to keep doing this throughout. We are going to be on a hiatus for about a month and we are um, going to be off for about from December 7th, roughly, to, um, well, roughly, you might still get episodes. I might be gone, but roughly from December 7th to, um, January 7th, roughly about that. Um, and you won't get an episode probably. You might see me on the medias, but that's about it. And then for those who listen to Next Take podcast, you will get an episode on 
December 14th. That'll be the last episode. And we will also be on a hiatus over there as well. And also with that being said, we've talked about some of the Golden Bachelor will be added. We're going to be trying to cover OG Family Chantel, which will be more of a solo thing, um, just so I can get it out to you. We're going to cover Toe, because I'm assuming that's still going to be going. I don't know. Um, and then we'll also, so that's OG, Toe, Chantel, maybe Willow Deck. We'll see. Sister Eyes might be done by then. We'll see. And, um, and the Golden Bachelor. So that's the plan. So yeah, that's the big announcement. Um, I guess we can do some hot goss here before we hop into the episode. So the first thing that I found, this is all Love is Blind, uh, well, Love is Blind and Mary at First Sight. Um, so the first thing I have is Love is Blind related. Apparently, now I don't know where we're hearing this or how this is true. This is coming from Natalie, who was on season three. Season three? I think it was season three. Of um of Married First Sight. They were in Chicago. Chicago. Anyways, who cares? Um so Natalie. She says that she, and I quote, I have some I don't really have tea, but there are some rumblings saying that um, Milton of Avella last season was pushed to say I do at the altar. But she doesn't know if this is true or not. It's just a rumor and just a speculation, she says. But that would be interesting. And because she says, like, Roughly, it would have just been because they knew the chances were that the marriage was going to happen between Milton and Lydia, and they just needed a couple to make it work. They needed a couple. This is the thing. Has Lovis Bind ever had a, a moment, a season where no one gets married? No. We all knew that it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> I, I didn't. I wasn't surprised by the fact that Izzy and What's-Her-Face didn't get married. So, of course, it had to be Lydia and Milton, because they had the best chance, I guess. I don't know. Um, so, basically, yeah, that's what she says. And uh, as we know, of course, I mean, honestly, I feel like season five was an absolute shit show. I think I've said this already. It's an absolute shit show. You had uh, couples we didn't even see, Renee and Carter, and then there's also a lawsuit that's happening um, for another couple that we didn't see. So it is. But anyways, talking about lawsuits, let's get into the Married at First Sight. A hard goss. So, so the Married at First Sight fan Instagram account, didn't know there was one, shared a TikTok video that featured the runaway bride's hairstylist, Amy. Now, in the video which has now been taken down. So, well, taken it off to TikTok, but is still on the Instagram page. She shares her story, Amy. So she says that she's been waiting since January per Merit of First Sight's requirements and of her non-disclosure agreement, let's be real, to, um, to share photos of the hairstyle that she created for the unknown bride. Um, who was supposed to be Mary Michael as we know. Now, because the bride ran away, her work will not be seen on the national scale as she was promised. Okay. Now, I don't know how this works in terms of like if someone were to bring a lawsuit of this magnitude, you can control the fact that this woman ran away and doesn't want to be seen on TV. Now, I do have an answer, I think, as to why she did not show her face on TV and didn't want to show her face on TV. Let's get back to the goss. So, it goes on to say, this article, that this would not have really been an issue, but apparently 
the hairstylists who work with Mary Diverse Sight, chances are they take less pay because the exposure with the hairstyle that they do is huge. So they'll take less pay for that. But no exposure for Amy means no business boost, which then leaves her high and dry after months of waiting. So January is a long time. That's 10 months to get nothing. You know what I mean? So yeah, she gets paid low and they don't get to boost her by any means. So as we know, Made of First Sight pays for the weddings, which is, I mean, definitely, definitely something. But according to an article that was written by someone named Samantha Lee, Made of First Sight pays in full for the venue, bridal clothes, clothing, photographers. But when it comes to things like the makeup and the hair, they will accept, accept sponsorship. And the sponsorships essentially will allow the network to underpay these vendors. Jesus, accounting the show's exposure as free marketing as a high value. While there isn't much more known about Meredith First Sight's financials um, to confirm this assertion, the TikTok video posted by the hairstylist supports that, that assertion, I would think. And here's where the fun stuff comes. Here's where the lawsuits coming in. In the now deleted video, the hairstylist mentions that the runaway bride plans on suing Lifetime. Here's why, guys. The rumor is that the runaway bride is suing the network for using her likeness on the show. What the fuck are you talking about, ma'am? What likeness? We don't know what you look like. Always, always the veil. We didn't even get to see your fucking hair. Okay. And we didn't see your family. There is no likeness. We also didn't see, like, here, we barely, okay, all we saw was, or heard, I should say, is your voice very briefly. That's it. What did you want them to do? I'm confused. But here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say about it. Because this makes me wonder. Um... I wonder if that wasn't her to begin with. I felt it in the moment while watching the show because I'm like, this feels weird. This doesn't feel like, because her hair I could see was down. That doesn't feel like a like weak down, like there was nothing to her hair. And I was like, this doesn't feel like a bridal hairstyle. This doesn't feel like a bride. I don't think this is the actual person. Which gives even more of a reason why. How can you say anything about likeness? As far as I'm concerned, wouldn't you sign a contract even before walking down the aisle that they can fucking use you and that's it? Like, I don't know. But where's the likeness? I'm confused. There is no lawsuit here. You applied for a show where you're supposed to get married at first sight. You didn't do it. They didn't show your face or your families, because I wondered if they know mm, you might get sued, or um, there's a there's a possibility. Maybe they were protecting themselves. I don't know. Maybe she said, "Don't show me on camera." I don't know, but they didn't show anything of her family and of her, just her voice which was very brief. What are you talking about? This woman is delusional. I feel... <sighs> mm, anyway. But yeah, it's, it's ridiculous to me that she thinks that she can sue for something that isn't the case. In this article that I'm reading, like they say like it's possible because like her voice could be recognized by somebody. Thus, that again, I don't feel like that's enough because again, we barely heard her voice, so I, I don't feel like that's enough. And 
also not to mention, it's better than this as well. She would have probably been at the bachelorette party. We didn't see her then either. She most likely was there. You are not shown. We don't know what you look like. I barely remember what you sound like. So give it a rest. You're not getting what you think you're going to get. I feel like a, a judge would throw that fucking case right out the door. But anyway. So that's basically it for the hot goss. So let's jump into the reason that we're here. The Golden Bachelor Season 1, Episode 7. The Women Tell All. And we also get an answer as to who's going home. Okay. So, in the studio, we have the women, and that is Patty, Pamela, Marina, Christina, Natasha, Joan, Nancy, Edith, April, Kathy, Sandra, Susan, and Ellen. They're all here. And um, I have to ask... Why is Patty and Pamela here? They left the night one. They had nothing to contribute to this conversation. Absolutely nothing. I don't get why Pamela was here at all. Um, I don't get it. I, I don't understand why she was here. Was she the one that was wearing the jumpsuit? But again, like, who cares? That's the case. We're just sending anybody here. Let's bring Jimmy's aunt. <laughs> you know what I mean? she might actually have more to contribute. And then Patty, nothing. She had nothing to say. Like, I don't understand why she was here. Why? Oh, I'll tell you why. Because of her fucking son. It's just, ugh. She didn't need to be here. She did not need to be here. All she did was sit there and just stare. Anyway. Um. Then before we hop into all of this, we do a mantra with Sandra. So great. <laughs> and of course we do our look back, so let's jump into it. So Susan says she was really nervous. And she also mentions that her son didn't really particularly like the fact that she made the six inches comment. And she says, well, maybe I should have said eight. Now that's what I'm talking about. At least eight, girl. At least. Minimum. <laughs> Jesse asked both April and Nancy about their family. I'm seeing them on the show as like single women and not just as their mother or as a grandmother. And um then we kind of talk about Sandra. So actually before we go into that, the uh kind of both said they kind of around the same things that you know they kind of see them now as just oh you know person that needs to find love too you know um so yeah then we get into Sandra and the pickleball court and you know diving into the uh, onlookers to get the ball and she says that she's very competitive. So, yeah. And then we also then talk about April's injury, quote unquote. <laughs> and Jesse asked, did we think that April's injury was like a serious one? And um, most people did think it was real. Others, not so much. And then Kathy was one of those like, that wasn't real. And then Kathy, and we talk about the drama between her and Teresa says, listen, in the moment we were dating the same man. So there's where the tension is coming. It is, could I have been more sensitive? Absolutely. I could have. And she says, maybe we both should have zipped it. <laughs> but she says she wants nothing but the best for everybody. And she says, yes, this show is about finding love. But it's also about friendship. So, and honestly, this group of women, we're, this is so refreshing. This group of women really do care about each other and want the best for each other. Something we don't see in the regular iteration of the show. The women are mean to 
to each other, even the men. It'll be interesting to see if we are doing a golden bachelorette, how older men would be together. It'll be interesting to see that. But just based on what we're seeing right now, older women seem to really just not want to be a part of the cattiness that, you know, women my age or younger, younger actually, not even my age or younger, um, don't want this to end up being involved in. So now we're talking about Susan's gas, y'all. And she thinks it's Edith's, Edith's quack. And Edith doesn't think it's her quack. And we see, like, in the flashback, she also tells Gary <laughs> that she has the worst gas. Oh my gosh. Um, I mean, again, just so you can be so comfortable to talk about your gas. I. I mean, I could talk about my gas now with my boyfriend. I don't care. I've known him long enough. I'm comfortable. <laughs> but women, like, you know how long it takes us to be able to talk about our bodily functions in that way? A long fucking time. Whereas here's a woman who doesn't met the guy like a few weeks ago. She's like, I got bad gas. Like, it's just, I want to be more like Susan when I grow up. Honestly, I love her. Um... So, uh, so yeah, Kathy says it was the meatballs. And we see that clip that we did see in the end of one of the episodes where she's doing Kathy's hair and Kathy's like, it's the meatballs. But here's what I'm going to say. It probably, for Susan, could have been the guac because how could it be the meatball when she's used to eating her own meatballs now? You're not going to get the gas. Well, you can, but you're not going to get the gas from something you're used to eating. And same thing with Edith. She's not going to be getting gas for her guac when she's used to making it her guac. And she's used to eating her guac. Like, it's probably the guac for Susan. (laughs) Maybe it could have been the meatballs for somebody else because they're not used to eating her meatballs. But, you know. I would be fine with the gas, and I want to eat Susan's meatballs. Like, seriously. They're probably fantastic. Back in studio, Natasha also has that she had the guac, and her tacos, and her salsa, and she was all good, and she'd do it again. <laughs> um, then we talk about hope, and how this show has given people hope. Um, and then Jesse says that there is someone who watches the show who sent us a video and he says, Susan, pay attention. And guess what guys? It's Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner says that she's been watching the show from the very beginning and her family really watches the show together or whatever the hell. And it's one of their shows that they love to watch together and blah, blah. And then she says, but Susan, she's my favorite. I like her style and I like her hair. And, uh, yeah. And listen, I'm not a huge Kardashian fan by any means of the stretch of the imagination. I can live without all of it. But I have her Krishna is an absolute sweetheart, so I I'm 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 okay. <laughs> but Susan Um She starts crying and he's like, I love her so much. So and and Angus Kathy says she loves you. So yeah, that was, that was cute. And now Joan, she's going to be in our hot seat. And so we do ask how her daughter is doing and she's at her granddaughter. And she says they're both doing really well. She said the reason that she left was because she could hear in her daughter's voice that um, she was dealing with postpartum depression very badly. And because of this, felt that she needed to go home and uh, be with her daughter. And I think absolutely 100%. I never questioned it then, but um, I definitely don't question it now. She does say though, you know, I wondered what would have happened if I stayed. And she does think that there's a good chance that she could have been there for a while at least. And I agree. I think that, you know, it could have happened. And she 
says that there were times that she would come home from work and hope to see him on her porch. And of course that never happened. Um, I, I would have, I would have been there for that. <laughs> Cause I think a lot of us were hoping that he would have maybe said, forget this. I want to, I want Joan. <laughs> um, but we'll see. And in this moment, I still felt Joan could be our next golden bachelorette. I want that for her. Um, but we're going to get into why I think that might not be the case in a little bit. So, but yeah. Anyways, so now it's Ellen's turn. I wrote Edith. Why did I write Edith? Jesus. It's Ellen's turn to be on the hot seat. So she says, you know, the goodbye was hard. And um, she says that he made her feel like she was a princess. With that said, she says that she can't wait to start finding love again. And so it was at this moment that the rumblings in my head started to turn a little bit. But let's continue. And now let's talk about Roberta and what happened there with Roberta. So she says that Roberta was kind of the one that encouraged her to, to apply for the show. She says, oh, it's not going to go anywhere, but then it went somewhere, right? And she says while she was waiting to find out if she was going to be on the show was when they found out that Roberta had been diagnosed with stage four cancer. Fuck. And um, Roberta said, I can't wait to watch you on the first episode. I can't wait to watch you with you on, um, on the first episode. And this is when the tears started for everybody. Um, but when I got back after filming, she says that Roberta was in a semi-coma state and I know she was suffering and, um, I knew that she was probably hanging on in order to watch the show with me. And I told her that it was okay to let go and we could watch it together just in different places. Um, so she did end up watching the show with her own family, but also with Roberta's daughter. And while this story is going on, we do see the camera continuously pointing to somebody in the audience who's crying and you're thinking that's somebody that Ellen knows. We don't know who it is yet, but that's someone she knows. And then Jesse says, well, we do have somebody here in the audience that wants to say something to you. And she's like, who? Cause so the woman in the audience is Roberta's daughter. Her name's Courtney she was behind her. So she didn't see her and she turns around and she's like, Oh, Courtney. And it, oh, I'm crying. You're crying. Jesse's crying. Everyone's crying. I'm trying not to cry now because, Oh, but, um, yeah, Courtney kind of, um, says to her that, you know, you deserve love and I want you to find that. And, you know, talk about how, you know, she means a lot to her and her family. Um, so yeah, it was a beautiful moment. And it was in this moment for me that I'm like, and there we are, ladies and gentlemen, here is our golden bachelorette. I 1000% can see that not happening. Now, does that mean I don't want Joan to be a golden bachelorette? No, I really do want that for her as well. But this, the fact that they brought someone on to be there who is Roberta's daughter, obviously, and um, and the story of her finding love and how that also had to do with Roberta and the love of the show that they had together. She's going to be our golden bachelorette, hands down. We'll see what happens. So obviously that was not announced on the show, but it probably will be announced on the After the Rose. So we'll see. Do 
who you want to spice up your love life, well, you can make that happen by going to Love Shop, where you can get sorts of different things, whether it's for both you and your partner, or just for yourself. For solo play, you can get things, all types of vibrators, maybe more kinky type toys, or you can just buy what every person may need, like lingerie or protection, or even just something to make it a little more fun, like games or novelty things. You can do all of this by going to Love Shop, and you can use our unique coupon code REALITYT2 to get 10% on anything your hearts desire. So that's loveshop.ca, L-O-V-E-S-H-O-P dot C-A, and use our unique coupon code REALITY2, that's R-E-A-L-I-T-E-A, and the number 2. Now we're with Gary. Gary's here. And Gary said he's doing okay. He hasn't had a heart attack yet, sir. No heart attacks are allowed. <laughs> Stay with us. <laughs> and um, he says that the women are great and he misses everyone. And Jesse says, so you said you were going to kiss a lot of people or if any at all. And uh, Gary, you kissed a lot of people. Like, I think your granddaughter feels because apparently I guess he wasn't going to because it was grandkids and he's like grandkids be damned like these women looked marvelous and glamorous and they're just leaning in how could I not <laughs> so yeah then Marina asks so are there any other men in Indiana that are like you Cause... and he's like we're all like me <laughs> and uh so that was cute. And then Jesse says, you know, Gary, the last time that we saw you, you were really struggling to say goodbye to someone. Yeah. So who went home, y'all? Well, we're about to find out. So we come back for a commercial break and we are about to find out. And uh, I'm going to leave a reaction to the end, but here we go. So we're back at the mansion, finally finding out who he's sending home. And I wrote here, and not even so much wrote here, but I watched the episode. I remember thinking, I'm hearing a lot from Faith and nothing from Teresa because you want to sell yourself. Maybe it's because she stays. No, it's because she's, she's probably not going to be staying. So that's what I, 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 I realized is I'm hearing so much from her, probably because she's the one going home. And I got real fucking nervous about this. And he walks back in and he does apologize and says, like, this is really hard. But he picks up the rose and he gives it to Teresa. And can I tell you, when I watched the episode, because I watched it twice, I watched it the first time, and I had an audible gasp. I usually don't do that <laughs> for this show in particular. I normally am not shocked. This audible fucking gasp, I'm like, I think I screamed no, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. And I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck is happening here? Because you told Faith you loved her. That's the part that got me is you told her you loved her and you sent her home. You didn't even tell Teresa a fucking thing. So why is Faith going home right now? And why isn't Teresa? I'm very confused by his choice here. Because he does, I don't, I don't want to go too far ahead, but he does say to her that he meant that in those moments. 
But my thing is, is like, then why didn't you keep her? My theory is because she was very honest about the fact that home is home to her. She wanted to be close by her kids. Her horse is here. Her, her, her the horse that is buried is also here. Like, this is her home, and she can't picture moving away. Whereas Teresa, she'll go. She'll move for him. One thousand percent, Teresa will move for him. Leslie, besides her kids, I feel like there's no, there's really nothing holding her to Minneapolis. I mean, Prince is dead now, so I'm kidding. But I mean, I feel like Leslie would leave and move with him to Indiana in a heartbeat. And let me tell you, Indiana to Minneapolis is not close. It's not close by any stretch of the imagination. So it's just like, I think for in a heartbeat, those two women would move for him. But Faith said, I wouldn't want to move to Indiana. I want to be here. So how would that logistically work? Right? But let me not say that. Let me let me say this too though. Why can't he move to to the woman instead of that moved it with him? I understand this was his dream home, but it was his dream home with Tony. I uh I mean I feel like Teresa has no issue living in the shadow of Tony. But I, I f- and not to disrespect Tony, because that was his first love and his true love, and you can never replace that. But I also wouldn't want to live in the shadow of a woman either, whether she's here or not, whether they were together for years or not. I, I, I wouldn't want to live in the shadow of another woman. So that would, I, that's me, but I know Teresa would have no problems. Leslie, I feel like Leslie will do it too, just because she's finally found this happiness that she's never had before, as she says. So we'll see how that goes. But I also heard that Leslie is a monster, <laughs> that she thinks she's famous now. But anyway, <laughs> let's move on. So we're still with Faith being dumped and, um, so he walks Faith out and he says it was, you know, so nice to see her in her element and it has been a joy getting to know her. Sir, you told her you loved her. It was kind of in this moment that I'm like, I'm really mad at him right now. This was the first time I was really mad at him. I was mad at him. I still love him. But sometimes you still get mad at people you love, right? I get mad at my boyfriend, but I still love him. Even though sometimes I want to rip his head off, but I still love him. <laughs> I would love him even if he was headless. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I just, it's really mad at him. Um, but in the car, she says that, it's <laughs> broke my heart. She says, right now I am numb gonna take a while to figure this out if I figure this out at all she's maybe it was all in my head um oh god maybe it's just not in the cards for me to find someone she says she says she really wanted to find that for her kids and because maybe it's just not on the cards for me. And oh, and we see her from the studio watching this. And she gets emotional. And this is, mm, you want to hug her? Oh, God. Um, so back in the studio, we're with Faith. And as I said, she's getting very emotional. And all the women just tell her that they love her. And I thought that was amazing. I love this group of women. I love them so much. Um, she said it was hard. Um, and she said that she hadn't opened herself up to anyone in 20 years. So 
it was heart-wrenching when he sent her home. She didn't want her kids to be hurt and see her hurt. And she doesn't understand how it went from what it was on her hometown to absolutely nothing. And that is where my confusion is as well. He literally was there whispering to her that he loves her. And this is what he ends up doing. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Um. So now we have Gary coming. And oh God, again, they hug for a really long time and they're both crying. But they do finally sit down and Faith says, first, first of all, before we even get into everything, she Faith says, at one point she says to him, I'm, I keep touching you, I'm sorry. And she puts herself as far from him as she possibly can in order to, I guess, not show physical affection. Um, and he doesn't have a problem with it. Um, but I thought that was very telling where her head is. Um, but anyway, she, so she tells him that when she left, she's like, you know, I was building this connection with you. And when I left, I felt like I was looking at a stranger that I didn't know who you were. And I thought that was amazing because breakups are hard, right? Breakups are really hard. And usually you come from that breakup and think, who is this person, right? Even if it goes well, who is this person? Like you don't, you just kind of go into this phase of the wall goes up and you don't look the same anymore. So it's just, I thought that was amazing. We said, and I feel like some people need to say that more often on this show. But, and she says that, you know, there was such a disconnect and she felt like, like there was nothing, that there was nothing the whole time. And he says that there wasn't nothing. He says that he loved her and they didn't have a great connection and he ruined it in well fell swoop. Yes, you did. Gary, you did. You did ruin it. And he's just like, I have three amazing women, I think I said at one point. And he just had to kind of figure out who's the one that he could see himself with. It wasn't to say that the other two weren't special or didn't have special connections with. And I said, yeah, I hear you, Gary, but right now it's not about the one you've picked because we don't know who you've picked at this point. You only still have your two. We don't know who you pick. And I don't know about the other one. I guess we'll get to it. But right now it's about faith. So can we stick to faith? I hear what he's saying. And I, and I, I like, again, I love him to death. But it's not about, it's not about the other two. Because the other two got their rose in faith's mind. The other two got to explore that relationship further. And one got engaged to you potentially. So there is no comparison right now. It's about faith. Can we keep it to her? She says to him that she doesn't know if anyone will be able to tear her walls down in the way he did. Maybe not, but maybe it could happen. We'll see. Um, but she said 30 years of walls went down for him. And she says that she would have been his for the rest of his well, she says his life, but for the rest of his life, if that's what he wanted. And I believe that. And unfortunately, we have two women here that have really struggled in the love department. And but Faith has really struggled in life in general. And she's just made such a name for herself, I feel. She's done so well for herself. Despite the, the traumas of her young life that she had to deal with. I wanted her happiness and I still want her happiness. And it was actually this moment that I felt, even though I think Ellen might be the next Golden Bachelor, I want Faith to be the Golden Bachelor too. So we'll see. But 
Yeah. And she says, you know, it's a lot. And he says, what makes him feel worse is that he made a promise to her family and he broke that promise. And she says that, you know, no one holds that against him. And I, I, I would think no one holds that against him. We know what we signed up for. Um, but she says, yeah, no one holds that against you. Uh, I don't hold that against you. So you shouldn't hold that against yourself. And he says it was just, it was wrong. Well, I think it was more wrong to tell the woman you left her and send her home the same day. That's what I think. Not that you were falling in love. In love. You said, I love you. I just, okay. Anyway, moving on. We're going to go to fun stuff. Bloopers. Which was so much fun. Anyway, Kathy um, says that she wants a rose. Make it happen. Or not. Fuck you. <laughs> Gary says so a lot. We find out. And I think, I can't remember her name. Is it Christina? I mean, Christina. She says that she hasn't seen these many wieners since college. Get it, girl. <laughs> Ellen was grabbing his butt, apparently, on the first night. Um, then we see that there is a big-ass spider, a fucking tarantula. That was a tarantula, guys. What the fuck is happening in California? Jesus fucking crazy. Yeah, so there was a big-ass spider. Um, no thank you. Um, so then we see that a lot of those women have gas. We first see gas from Ellen. And then Edith. And then Lord my Jesus Christ, Sandra. That's off the biggest fart. And this was funny too, because she was like, hold on. And she just farts. So that thing was the last for like 10 seconds. She just farts. And then she's like, you're saying? <laughs> Kathy is accident prone. Um, we see her bumping into cameras and falling off chairs and she's accident prone and Susan fashes everyone. So then there's that. And as I mentioned, final episode is on November 30th. So here's my prediction. And I'm going to tell you why. And this might be a spoiler. So if you don't want to hear, um, then that's it. You can stop listening now or you want to hop over to the outro. You can, um, so I would skip ahead maybe 30 seconds or so. I'll keep it quick. So starting now, the reason I think he's picking Leslie is because in the beginning of the season, we saw this season on and we see him telling Teresa potentially that he wants to end it with her. And we saw her say, I can't believe this is happening right now. So I'm not going to mention any more names anymore if you're still listening or you skipped ahead. But we did see that scene with Gary kind of saying that this is the worst feeling he's had. Um, or, this, or this is the second worst feeling he's had because the first was when Tony passed away. So that's what I think is going to happen. That's who I think he's going to pick. And that's that. And we will see that on November 30th which we will talk about with, with Meryl on that episode. So that is it for the Golden Bachelor. So if you like what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Um, and you can rate a review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify and I have a new thing that I want to start trying, and that is that every four or five star review that we get, I'll read it on the podcast. So if you want to hear your review on the podcast, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're able to rate and review. Um, and if you want to connect with us, you can do so by going to Reality Tea Times 2 on Facebook, Reality Tea Times 2 Podcast on Instagram or Threads, 
Reality Tea Times 2 Pod on Twitter. You can also find us on Reddit at Reality Tea Times 2 Pod. And uh, you can also email us at realitytimes2 at hotmail.com. And don't forget, you can find us on YouTube at realitytimes2. You can also subscribe, like, comment on there as well. We greatly appreciate that. And don't forget that I do have another podcast with my friend Mikkel called Next Take Podcast, where we talk about all kinds of different things. Um, we currently have, you know, this number can definitely change, but we currently have about eight episodes. Um, roughly, we've talked about all kinds of different things. We have a lot of fun over there. So please go take a listen to us over at Next Take Podcast, which you can find us at on YouTube at Next Take Podcast. You can also find us on our website, solo.to forward slash Next Take Podcast. And don't forget, we have a website, and that is at solo.to forward slash reality t times two. And we also have a Discord, and I believe that's reality t times two as well. So you can find us there. Um, but that's basically it. That's all the stuff. Of course, everything here will that I've just listed will be in our show notes, all discount codes. Um Special links to everything that we put in our ads are also in our show notes. And yeah, that's basically it, guys. Thanks so much. Bye. Have you ever thought of starting your very own podcast? Doing the research, I found something that would have made editing easy and seamless and makes the podcasting experience just that much easier. And I am talking about Ludo. This is a podcast software that I use for editing of our episodes. It is amazing. It is easy. You're also able to get help from doing chats and getting the information that maybe you just need a little more help with. They also have access to different articles that can also help you that have been just godsends for me. Also with Ludo, you can create clips, you can do your ads, just like this very one I'm doing right now, and you can create your trailer very seamlessly just by clicks of buttons. You can also use Ludo to publish your episodes just straight from the software. It's so easy. I highly, highly recommend it. You can get access to Ludo by using our unique link, which you can find on our show notes, just down there at the bottom at the show notes. And you can get access to an easy software.